Where's my line? Oh shit! Why is my line so small? Why are your lines so, so small? Why is your line so small? Speak up. Why my lines? Why why my lines so small? Say it with your chest. I guess if it's uh, I guess if it's small, you can make it louder, right? Yeah. That's per- that's preferable. It's to better a to make it louder th- than to make it quieter. I think that I must have done this last time <clears throat> because I was too loud the time before that. So we'll just go with this. We we'll make this work. What's it say? Does it read like a negative? It's, dude, it's like probably at like negative one or two, the wave is. That's loud as shit. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's, okay, I said it wrong. But it's on Audacity, right? So yeah. it's it's the scale, right? And it's... Oh, so like probably one, negative one 10 to peak. 20 or something. Yeah, one is the peak. Oh, okay. And then there's negative 0.5. And this one, the waveforms are just kind of peeking their heads up over the... But I can see it, it. it'll it'll be fine. I'll just normalize the yeah. shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he said on Monday. Um, yeah. Come Wednesday, it's like fuck. God damn it. Uh yeah, what's good? Welcome back to Agitator, the modern retelling of the Rocky Balboa story, starring two Mystic Juggalo weebs. On this chapter, not because we didn't have anything to talk about, just because for real reasons. Just because. Just because. For real reasons. We're talking for the third time. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The fans know when it's a Ninja Turtles episode, the boys have been busy. I was like, oh, they didn't have anything planned for this week, huh? So we're talking Ninja Turtles again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was inspired to do this episode, not because I didn't have anything else to talk about, but because most of my life spent at home has been taken over by Ninja Turtles. The kid's going through a phase. He really likes the um, 2012, the one you're listening yeah, to, right? Yeah, hey, is yeah. That, is that what you I can hear, hear in the background? right now. This was going on. Uh-huh. Bro. 2012, yeah. CGI, uh, and it slaps. It rocks. It rules it's so, so hard. I, uh, I overlooked it because, one, it wasn't the one from my childhood, obviously. I'm a grown man. Uh, and, two... I thought the CGI sucked when I first saw it, mm-hmm. and I was like, this looks like ass booty. I'm not watching that Ninja Turtles. I started watching it, Rowan got, I let Rowan watch whatever he want. Well, I take that back, that makes me sound bad. I, yeah. I don't uh, take anything away from him just because I think it looks stupid. So like, right. he wanted to watch this, I was like, okay, and then I was like, yo, this goes hard. Dude, I let Gus watch whatever too, and it's currently biting me in the ass because he's been beating the fuck out of me and his mom. Like, <laughs> I, and I think it has to do with watching Ninja Turtles because now, if we say, "Hey, man, you can't go on the swing right now," he just goes, "Hiya!" Starts punching the shit out of us. So that's on us, though. I mean, that's our fault. Yeah, you gotta but hit him back. At the same time, you he loves stick up it. For yourself. You know? Yeah, exactly. I usually just pick him up and throw him onto the bed because it's like not gonna hurt him, but he's still kind of like, oh shit, that's strong. He can throw my entire body, <laughs> yeah. and he kind of thinks it's fun. You know, it snaps him out of that toddler rage thing that they do. Oh man, you know what I'm talking about yeah. when you you can't snap them out of it. They're just like furious, and they 
you're either going to die or do what they want. That's that's how they feel. When you can do that, when you can break it with uh, laughter, that's that's the best remedy. I try to Rowan is ticklish as shit. Let's try to tickle him. He doesn't do that so much anymore. Phoenix will get there soon. When did Rowan bust out of it? Like this year. God damn it. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Three, threes. And he's the threes. It was weaning off. It wasn't so bad. Uh, but he's still pretty sensitive. There's like you never really know. There's like having a feral cat in the house. Yeah. And then uh. But yeah, no, he's pretty chill now. Okay, yeah, that's what I figured it would be another year or so. Because this really... Uh, well, Gus has always been difficult. But this extreme type shit really kicked off um, two or three months ago, maybe? Actually, probably exactly when I started working. It's probably that. It's probably because he misses his old man. Yeah, when there's change in the house like that, uh, mm-hmm. it's cliche for a reason because it's true for everybody. But whoever wrote this Ninja Turtle series, I could tell was a fan of the nineteen, the mid '90s comics that I was a huge fan yeah, of. Yeah, the they comics. brought back. Um, it, it's so it's Peter Laird, and then they brought in a. Uh, no wait, maybe I'm maybe I'm speaking wrong. There was some. Nah, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the 2003. Never mind. Hold on, let me let me look up real quick. Uh, who who wrote the 1995 Ninja Turtles comics? The Mighty Mutanimals were written by. Uh, Ryan Brown and Stephen Murphy. So I don't know if Ryan Brown and Stephen Murphy wrote the the other ones that I was thinking about, but they did work on some of the Archie comics. But the Archie ones are the ones where the Ninjas Turtle, uh, they, the Ninjas Turtle, the Ninjas, the Ninjas, <laughs> the Ninjas Turtle through time, and <laughs> and they, what else do they do? Oh, it's like the so there's a, a series in this run that sticks with me and I bring it up all the time and it's where Raphael's girlfriend Ninjara who's a fox ninja uh, they're out camping and there's this big muscular wolf who uses pheromones and stuff to turn Ninjara into his sex slave and basically like just cucks Raph over and over again and I remember being so disturbed by this because I think I was like eight or nine years old and this was my first experience uh seeing a, a beloved character getting cucked but i that was the that was the end of that run like after that arc after the ninjara goes sex crazy for the wolf the series ended so i wonder if i wasn't alone because you know i was eight years old but most comic book readers are spiritually eight i wonder if that didn't end the series right there well every time they've done something uh, a bit too wild like that uh, it usually is the death of that run that's how the I think that's pretty much how each show has gone why it ends up getting cancelled they get a little too crazy and the fans are like this is stupid uh, Right. and in retrospect they're always wrong yeah the show the 2012 show though has that same spirit it's, it's very dark 
the turtles just get their asses kicked over and over again it leans into being dark and humorous like the combination of the 80s uh ninja turtles that was like goofy and everything and then the 03 ninja turtles that got all dark and emo Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i uh i particularly started to take notice um I really liked the Bebop and Rocksteady origin. I thought that was really cool, and I liked the way they looked. Um, but then in season three, there's a point where the turtles go into like a vision quest thing. It's called the episode's called Vision Quest, but it's like a dream world. It's like a forest with a bunch of fog, and they're fighting deer-headed men and other dream creatures. And at one point, the turtles have all their limbs cut off and are on a conveyor belt into a furnace. And this like giant beaver is like laughing at them, and sh- I was like, "This is." I looked over at Gus. I was like, "You okay, buddy?" And he had his mouth open. He was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah. That same uh, that same season, there because uh, it's a it's pretty serialized. Like the 2012 one, as far as, like the continuity, it's like it it's like things keep developing. It's not really an episodic, you know, uh, show of the week type of thing it's like a continuing story throughout the show and that whole season they're up in that uh in that house right which reminded me of the Mm -hmm. the 1990 movie um they're they're bunked in that uh that farmhouse and they're also doing a bunch of there's another episode where they're like in traditional garb like the character designs and the the clothing designs of some of these episodes are really great. I actually got over the CGI and now I'm like the show looks really good. It does look good, but even if it doesn't look as good as say cuz I thought the the Cyberpunk animated one looked really good. It doesn't look as good as that. But Oh, you talking about the newer one, the Rise of the Ninja Turtles, yeah. bro? That yeah, shit is like kill a kill, but Ninja Turtles. Yep, I know it's so badass. The 2012 though, it just it works for what it is, and I think the fact that they were able, it looks like it's on a budget. Like, I'm not gonna lie, it does look like it's on a budget, but that's what we talk about on this show all the time: is that if you can keep your budget down they'll just keep letting you do weird shit and the action which is what they focus on more so than the character designs is fluid and you are never lost you can always tell what's going on and it's brutal too i mean they skirt around it's y7 but they skirt around a lot of that by having uh the foot soldiers be robots but you could see all like donnie will put his staff through like a foot soldier's face and uh-huh. Leo will cut cut their legs off and shit. And, it's like instead of gore, like, you get wires and sparks everywhere. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a pretty cool workaround, you know, because I don't need to see. I just like the action, and the gore is the the garnish on the whole thing. So the characters are also, I think, presented really well. I think that they. It's this interesting balance where all the characters have anime reactions to shit. Like, if they're embarrassed, they'll get a big sweat bead. Right, or the, yeah, the huge round eyes. Yeah, exactly. But it's actually played surprisingly straight for most of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not overdone. Um, 
all of Michelangelo's goofy jokes are kind of groaned at. They're like, oh, shut up, dude. Oh, but, but Michelangelo, this might be the best version of Mikey from, like, all of them. Because he's, like, you notice how he's that, uh, he's got that ultra instinct, that Dragon Ball ultra instinct, where Mikey in this version is like a natural fighter. He's he's all like blocking Splinter when they're training and shit. He's just he's not even paying attention that Splinter is trying to sneak in on him, and Splinter's all punching at him and shit. And Mikey's just listening to headphones with his eyes closed, like blocking every attack and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it basically develops their character. It the way you said it treats everything serialized. <clears throat> there kind of is a monster of the week, but also kind of not. It is much more of like a really long movie. And because of that, the show creators take their time in developing the characters. And they don't feel the need to throw everything at you all at once. And you might not really see much of Leo or well any of the Turtles for a while if they're focused on one. Like Donnie will have his own arc. Whenever Raphael gets uh, possessed by Krang, we get a lot of Raph-heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. You remember that part? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I am Krang. <laughs> it actually looks kind of hilarious um, but uh, I also like that when in that Krang episode whenever they switch bodies back and Raph's got his got Krang by the tentacles they just like start beating the fuck out of this little dude like they, they just start kicking the shit out of like this like defenseless brain thing Raph, Raph also gets his little uh, quirk in like most of in a lot of iterations of Ninja Turtles Raph is just the the tough guy asshole um mm-hmm. and he gets his own little quirk in this and that he's like terrified of cockroaches <laughs> oh yeah yeah i forgot about that oh and uh it's a ninja turtles mainstay you have to have the casey jones raft fight when they first meet yeah and th- this one has like the best in my opinion it's like five minutes long it's a it's like a knockdown drag out brawl um in an alleyway that I th- and we're like they're trying to kill each other like some of those would have been like killing blows that's another thing is like it doesn't show blood and guts but it shows punches landing and it shows like them trying to you know throwing each other off the roof and shit and like it's not a uh... there's also that what was that when they meet a uh, Mondo Gecko and he's running up to uh, the the gangster dude that they're fighting in that episode, and Mondo Gecko is all like, ah, "I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you," but he like he sucks, and so the dude's just like holding his head back and everything. He starts to roundhouse kick him up into the water tower, and he bounces off and comes back and he kicks him again, and he bounces off and comes back and he. I was like, this is slapstick, but they're showing every single hit, which is yep. not something you see in cartoons. Like even the O three one that everybody applauds for being all like dark and serious, it had those like punch at the camera, flash, the people fall over, like that kind of shit. Right, right, right. In this one, they definitely seemed. I wonder if there are some Japanese people who worked on this show. I'd be willing to bet there were. Hold on, here goes twenty twelve. Super big, and super strong. How are you gonna do that? Uh, by eating your vegetables. 
Listen to the rest of this lovely conversation, plus gain full access to the archives, bonus episodes, read serialized novels on Yugen Junk Weekly, and gain access to the Agitator Discord over on Agitator Z. That's the $5 a month Agitator Z tier on patreon.com slash agitator.